What is up, guys and girls? Welcome to another episode of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host, as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello, everybody. Y'all may have noticed that I did not say a number. There's a good reason for that. Uh, Rick's fucked off to the states. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently gone. So we're doing this a little bit in hand. There's going to be this is going to be the first one. We're going to have three episodes where they're all just pre-recorded, and we thought it'd be fun to um, focus on basically YouTube animations that aren't Halluva Boss. Yeah, it's basically, we picked a bunch of indie animations. It's kind of a semi-themed month, except, you know, it, it's not quite a month. We're doing three of them, just because I'm going to be gone for three weeks. Today's going to be lackadaisy. Yeah, it's also because because they're indie animations, they're on the short side, so we can just bang these out all in one day. Uh, this is the longest one of the three, I believe? Yeah, almost definitely. Almost definitely. Uh, lackadaisy has been both on both of our radars. The only reason we haven't done it before now is when it came out, Rick straight up messaged me saying, are we doing lackadaisy for the podcast? And I went, eh. I kind of just want to watch it. And then neither of us did. So... <laughs> yeah, so it's basically been a, a rainy day thing that's now come to fruition. Pretty much, yeah. Those of you familiar with the podcast know we usually like to talk about our weeks and the goings-on in the wide, wide universe. Obviously, we can't do that today because it's pre-recorded. So instead, we're going to borrow a segment from the retrospective, which is called... The Nonsense Asinine Hypotheticals. Do you have one for me today? I do. Congratulations, Rick. You somehow have the ability, talent, and money to make your own indie animation. Go! What is it? Uh, probably going to be a Magic Academy. Boring. Next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Magic Academy with a bunch of furries and, uh, like, human 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 furry integration and you know a a rebirth of magic after it's been outlawed for like multiple generations so it's like people like trying to learn things from scratch and it's just as much of a trial for the teachers as it is for the students so you've got um different um perspectives on what makes something difficult when you're flying by the seat of your pants but uh but yeah uh from from that from that question same question names reversed infinite money what's your pitch infinite money is uh I go into business with Van Ripper and we get a hell, a mini Helltaker anime. Sure. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Uh, I say anime because the uh, the Helltaker demons are drawn in a very anime style. It's just a um, an anime-esque cartoon. Helltaker, the uh, the indie animated series, which, not going to lie, some people have tried to do anyway, because Van Ripper, I wouldn't say is a whore with the property so much as, like, I don't care if you use it, just make sure you tell people where it's from. Yes, yes. And also part of it is he made the characters easy to reproduce. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a very simple art style. It's a good art style, but simple nonetheless. Uh, if you're an artist, I'm not an artist, so therefore it might as well be black fucking magic to me. Um, yep. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, fu- I'd I'd set the game after the uh, the Helltaker the game, the show after the Helltaker game. The Biss Taker Hellline can fuck off. It's going to be fluffy shorts with the Helltaker and his girls. Yeah. <laughs> With some etchy thrown in for good measure. But yes, Rick, uh, what's your question for today? My question for you is, um, this show has a a very uh, well-defined art style of uh, being in oldie timeies. Uh, and it, it got me thinking about fashion. What would you make real from fictional fashion? It could be something that's uh, from the past or something completely fictional. You can make it real, you can make it popular, and you can just rock around the, to- rock around the world with it. Uh, see, here's the thing, Rick. I don't really do fashion. I find something that feels good to wear and then I wear it. Sure. Sure. I don't know, man. I feel like dressing up like um, like you're in a Final Fantasy game might be fun for a week. Oh, the um, the Nomura Belt Cataclysm. No, I'm not even talking. I'm talking more FF9 with the steampunk edge. But yeah, sure. If you want to go that way with it, you can do that for your answer. But yeah. okay, D- dress silly for a week. I don't know, dude. I- like I said, I don't do fashion. I don't really care. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, my one for this is I just b- 
bring Saiyan armor to the forefront. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a funny, silly one to pick. And I thought, man, how cool would it be just to walk through the village <laughs> in Saiyan armor with your big old shoulder pads asserting dominance? <laughs> Except what will happen is you'll get eggs thrown at you. Well, okay. Well, part of it is that you... The question was that you get to make it, you know. No, I understand um, that. But you, 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 the way you worded it was as if I'm just going to go down the village tomorrow dressed like Saiyan. <laughs> oh, no, I'm like, not going to... I'm going to assert my dominance. And it's like, you'll get eggs chucked <laughs> at you. If you're lucky, they're eggs. If you're unlucky, they're rocks. <laughs> Rick, what are we doing today? Today, we are doing Lackadaisy. Uh, it's the pilot. Uh, it came out about four months ago, uh, and it's the adaptation of the webcomic of the same name. If you want to join along with us at home, it's on YouTube. Three, two, one, and go. Yes, and we get a classic warning. Very old-timey style. Oh, that's a cute little animation. I like that. Yeah, the little uh, vanity card. No, well, yeah, I guess that is what it is, isn't it? Hey, it's set in St. Louis. Prohibition is indeed in full effect. See, here's how bad my ear is. I didn't know that was violin until it said violin. I thought it was a trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) I believe this has met its goal to get a proper series now. Okay. Well, if not, it's close. I'm not sure. I think I know this guy's voice. I generally can't place it. Uh, we're being very quiet right now, but that's because he's kind of singing. Yeah, he's, he's singing, and uh, I'm also just taking in the scenery as well. Like, this bridge is very pretty. Sure. I'm waiting for the train to come by. Oh, yes. There's a very obvious, like, incoming steam train coming at some point. This is very uh, purple prose language. Mm. But it feels uh, disingenuous. Like, I feel like we're watching a con man. Like, no one says the word countenance. Or you could just be a showman, I guess. I might be judging him too harshly, but I don't think I am. Yeah, maybe so. Well, we don't know. No, I know we don't know. I'm just saying I get the, I get I'm getting a con man vibe. <laughs> That's kind of sweet, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there's always some prick who doesn't want to do the hard part of the job yep it's a good thing cats always land on their feet 
Except for this well, one, apparently. apparently. He didn't. Yeah, apparently he didn't. <laughs> Look, I'm just yeah, going to say it. didn't touch the ground. I'm just going to say it. How much porn do you think there is of these characters? Uh, it probably already existed before the animation. Okay. I mean, my question hasn't changed. Uh, less than the Aristocats, which is disturbing Shut seeing the as the Aristocats up. are cats. I, I can't tell if that was a serious answer or if you're making a joke. Uh, both. No, you can't be both, Rick. It's both It's both a gag and also I'm standing by the statement. No, but... Uh, okay, fine. I'll fucking do it myself then. Like, it, you, you didn't understand the spirit of the question. Fine, whatever. I'll move on with my life. Lacquer Daisy has 390. And it is almost all gay. Okay. Uh... The Aristocats is 209, so no, your statement was not correct. What? Oh, oh my God. I, false. I, I clicked on it. I clicked on it. Oh, it's the horse. <laughs> Why is it the horse? Oh, they were digging up a grave. I thought they were burying a corpse. Yeah. Um. Good old grave robin. It's weird. They hung one of them. Hmm. So they knew that was going to be there then. Yeah. So it's like a known stash. I've told the, um, item, I've told the I've uh, told the the zombie story on the podcast about my dad, right? I think you have, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> that you thought the dead had come to life, and in that moment, he ran. <laughs> yeah, it was just a groundskeeper. Yep. Yeah, you even prefaced it by that uh, the statute of limitations must be up on this. I mean, my dad's dead, so even if they weren't, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will say, in amongst the uh, the gay porn, there was uh, a picture of that very French cat lady uh, tied up with a gag in her mouth, so... Fair enough. I, I can understand why the fan base might have the on for her. It seems that everyone's cats. There's, there's nothing other than cats, it seems. I am a sucker for a Cajun accent. Hmm. Fucking blame Gambit, that's all I'll say. Yes. <laughs> well, just in general, um, southern accents. 
Yeah, or, I know. And um... uh, I know you've got a thing, but I'm specifically Cajun. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. So is he going to be an actual freak with a gun? It's going to be one or the other. Either he's legitimately scared because he doesn't like using guns, or when he gets a Tommy gun in his hand, he becomes a fucking animal. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaning more towards the latter because that feels like the obvious joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I I kind of get I I kind of dig that she like is into it. Yeah, I I get it. I, I'm enjoying it as well. That sounds like someone I know. He does. So I guess he used to run with them. That is a very fucking modern-looking gun, considering the rest of the guns that we've been seeing. Hmm. And it's like 1929 or whatever. I believe it was 27. Sure. Ah, 1920 Yeah. Bollocks can he shoot accurately from that far with that gun. Now, here's the deal. I'm pretty sure the character can, and in this particular instance, he chose not to. If the, I, I still don't think you could shoot that accurately with that type of gun. Then again, I suppose he wasn't fucking... Uh, you know, sideways gangstering it. He was doing all that professional form bollocks. I do not shoot guns. I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't fucking criticize me, YouTube. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I too am not a gun guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's he's had he's had his taste of violence. Ah, the good old triple entendre. Okay. Did she just pour gas on it? I think so. Either that or she poured some, um, some booze on that she was trying to smuggle, but it looked like that was all in bottles. Man, since the first scene, uh, this this episode has been entirely dark. It has. 
just man the moment to moment animation like the lighting in particular has just been phenomenal on this and this show so far mm. here's the thing it's been so seamless that I, I haven't felt the need to say anything because like it's just happening yeah No smoking, but also... Oh, right, live explosives. I thought mm-hmm. it said no explosives, and I was like, that seems redundant. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the little derringers. I mean, that was a whole fucking joke in Men in Black, for fuck's sake. Yeah, the uh, the noisy cricket. It's a good alternative to fuck, isn't it? Yeah, good. <laughs> just raspberries, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they used to have to uh, turn the crank on cars to get them started if the starter motor wasn't working. Yeah, that tracks. My, one of my favourite things is, uh, I remember in QI, um, if it was Alan Davies or someone else went, oh, whenever my dad hit his hand with a hammer, he'd go, uh, uh, fell five hells and buckets of blood. And Stephen Fry just went, oh, yeah, whenever my dad hit his hand with a hammer, he just said, fuck. I don't think I've seen a single scene yet where the cat's tails aren't moving uh, in tandem with their bodies like as Mm. to what they're feeling yeah like well with it all being cats rather Mm. than a um, a furry a furry ensemble like they can, uh, they can focus on cat body language a bit better. Yeah. Also, that's one of the few times I've seen people bothering to uh, count bullets. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's just insane, right? Uh, yeah, he's um, he's flipped his lid. It's uh, it's very Joker esque. Yeah. I will say this, it is uh, it would be pretty terrifying a guy on a bulldozer just casually tossing dynamite. Well, that's that problem mm. solved. Was that it? Yep. Wallet out. I sounded more like a snake, fucking hell. 
I don't know if Rick's purposefully being quiet or if I've lost him. No, no, I was uh, just being quiet while I was watching it. Okay. There wasn't a lot to react to in that particular moment, I don't think. Yeah, but you didn't even react to the things that I was saying. <laughs> Maybe. So let's find out if he can make the long shot with a with little pistol. No, he just chose not to again. Well, you're making a lot of assumptions on that first shot. I feel like he lost the first shot because the car suddenly moved. Sure. <laughs> it's a um it's a dangerous souvenir to just have on you. Yeah. Ah, so they appear to actually be brother and sister, unless they're just saying that because they're really buddy buddy. Mm-hmm. So you said this was based on a on a webcomic, so does that mean you've read the webcomic or is that just something you knew? It's just something I found out ah. uh, while I was looking into it. If you go to lackadaisy.com, it's just the... You just get the webcomic. Sure. You are occasionally seeing on the faces the uh, the little sketch lines that they use to get the um, the features correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't want to rag on it because animation's hard, especially for indie guys. But uh, if they if they get the funding that they that they wanted, they probably have clean up people who keep an eye on that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> It's something you don't see very often these days, just people monologuing to themselves for the sake of the plot. Well, I suppose not. Oh my god, he's adorable. He is a little bit. And he clearly has the arm for her. I, I I must imagine that being a performer for some sort of lounge or club and having the lounge or club almost empty must be depressing as fuck. Yeah, totally. Like, imagine if Jessica Rabbit was performing for, like, a an audience of two people. If you say so, man, I never watched that film. That's a pretty good retort. Hmm. If I get drunk enough, then yes, I will pretend to be gay. <laughs> a ten drink puff. Okay. Like, 
it does feel like he's the wrong type of bartender for this type of bar. Yeah, like a very good bartender for a uh, for a rough dive. Yeah. Not one for um classy bells. Or stick and, him outside uh, as a bouncer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha! <laughs> I generally thought she was going to swig out the bottle, and I'm like, that's a fucking heavy drink to just be swigging. Mm-hmm. That's the real stuff, it seems. Okay. <laughs> well, he's rushing as fuck. Yeah, he sounds like heavy weapons guy. Yeah, Russian as fuck, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Everyone seems to have the same reaction of squeezing the grass so hard it breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Except the bartender can do it without even, you know, drinking anything from it. Dude, in Russia, anything with less than 40% alcohol content is considered a soft drink. Yeah, it's considered water. (laughs) I don't know why you would bother fighting over booze instead of making it in your own, you know, investing in a fucking sty. Yeah, a um, to- a toilet wine bathtub. Well, yeah, of course, but like, if you're not if you're not in a prison and you clean the bath and have it for that process, that's actually not a bad thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's gonna break it? Ah. God damn it, JJ. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that guy on the right smoking a cigarette is the coolest motherfucker in this shot. A cool cat, indeed. Is he going to do it via song? (laughs) those are made up words Uh, I've heard Lindy Hop dude they said the Charleston that's a very famous dance (laughs) yeah yeah I was just taking the piss I mean (laughs) yeah 
Are you getting Millie and Moxie vibes from the uh, the cat couple? A little bit, yeah. Not that I want to compare this to another uh, indie animation, because that feels like it's unfair. I think we're... Oh, cool, we're at uh, credits. We can see voices. Oh, yes. Uh, Sogmon Cho. I know that guy. Okay. I, I haven't recognised any of the voices, truth be told. Uh, I'm getting Cuphead vibes from this outro. Yes. He's That's... very reminiscent of, um, like, early, early Noodle Arm animation. Uh, very neat little thing they just did there with the, uh, with the overlay of the cells. Like, that's some old school shit. Mm, mm. Uh, don't know if you caught it. Um, I didn't actually, because I, I was looking at the, uh, the characters page. Okay. Ah, a murder board. I mean, it was production cats, but sure. It was a, a murder board of production cats. So I'm not talking, I'm just bopping my head because it's a really catchy piece of music. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. Are we going to get a stinger or... Yeah, oh, we yeah, do. We Mordecai was the uh, was the black cat in the evil gang. Yeah, he was. Oh, we've got uh, like a full two minutes. Cool. Never working for that guy again. Is uh, is what my reaction would be. Mm-hmm. You know he's a villain because he's smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah, so um, Mordecai's voice is the one that I'm is the one that I know. He was the um, idol manager in uh, Aggressico. Okay. And like a bunch of other things as well, but that's where I first found out about found out about him. Sure. Oh, he was also he was also Mizador in uh, Disguise Six. Sure. Man, there was a lot of Adobe products used for this. I like that handmade I mean, by artists in their homes, despite of it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's more or less the end. We got like ten more seconds, but it's just the. Uh, the outro for Iron Circus and Lackadaisy.com, respectively. So, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the end of the episode. Rick, what did you think? No, I don't want to play Game Grumps YouTube. 
<laughs> Sorry, on this gone. occasion, on this occasion, you don't want to play game game grumps. Uh, oh yeah, mine auto mine auto played into uh, someone else's reaction. <laughs> but yeah, I th- I thought it was incredibly charming. Um, like I said during the uh, during the show, like the lighting in particular was something that I um, was like blown away by, and uh, it was it's, it's just fantastic quality for uh, for an indie pro- project project right now. But yeah, how about you? What do you think? I can't really disagree with anything that you said. Um, it was certainly good visually for the most part. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, I don't know if I actually care that much for the plot, if I'm being brutally honest. Oh, yeah. Like, the plot seems to be running secondary to the action. I think there's a reason why I give myself a free episode rule for most things. Obviously, it's a bit hard to apply that to an indie project such as this, whereas... Yeah, a pilot is difficult for that, yeah. It could be months, maybe even years, until we get an episode two. We just don't know. I don't know what the actual time frame is. But, um, you know, uh, general rule of thumb, if you give something three episodes, you'll get a good feel for it. I like the character designs. I like the sound. It's a very charming little show. I just don't know if I care that much about stories set in Prohibition times. It's It's been done, and I've never really enjoyed them. I feel you. I feel you. Like... <clears throat> Because we didn't have prohibition, we don't have the um, affinity for it that uh, that seems to be ingrained into the American zeitgeist. Well, it's not even that. It's literally I've watched things set during prohibition. It's always the same plot. It's boring. It's been done. Like I said, the only time I found it funny was when Homer Simpson became the beer baron. Yep. <laughs> I think the the big problem was going into the to watching it. I thought it was going to be funnier, whereas what we actually got was quite a serious show. Yeah, we got a serious show with some characters characters that were played in a comedic manner and most of the comedy came from the um, the over-the-top act- antics of specifically Rocky. Yeah, like entirely. Um, but yeah, I suppose we should go into our usual wind-down, shouldn't we, Rick? So, let me hear your favourite moment. My favourite moment was when the brother and the sister um, went into high gear after having their windscreen blown out by um, by Freckles' uh, machine gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was an interesting moment. Uh, it's something that you get a lot from... It's basically a good trick to show a character is used to high-action octave scenarios because something heavy goes down, and instead of uh, backing down, they just go, Oh, yeah, I live for this shit. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the Savoys, uh, Nicodemus, uh, Seraphine, going into like full on. Let's get uh, let's get high on high octane adrenaline time. But yeah, how about you? What was your favourite moment? My favourite moment was, uh, probably because it was the most over-the-top stupid moment, was literally just Rocky singing a bit of a tune while lobbing dynamite everywhere. Yes. Like you say, it was very, very Joker-esque. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I will admit that as far as plot goes, I am interested to see why, um, or delve into the reasoning why he saw a circus and then he immediately went fucking insane, you know? Yeah, that did seem very disconnected and rather jarring. But like, even before he did that, he seemed to have gone somewhat off the deep end for no apparent reason. I think because we had that opening in the stage where it clearly wasn't a stage; it was just a bridge the whole time. Where um, his aspirations is to be a showman, and I don't. I I think perhaps he's had attempts at doing it before, maybe in the circus. I just don't know. I've not read the webcomic this is based on. I don't know jack mm-hmm. shit. Um, it's one of those where that could be a scenario 
Mario, or it could be he's just um, attracted to fame in any sort of form. I just don't know. Um, I, I think out of all the story elements we got in this pilot, it's the most intriguing part. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that there is this um, underlying insanity to him that needs needs some kind of explanation. Yeah, it's uh, that's more of a plot hook to me than the actual plot of supplying alcohol to the bar. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. But we can't only talk about the good, can we? We also have to talk about the bad. So to that end, Rick, I need a weakest link. I think you touched on it. Like the um, the prohibition era isn't something that resonates with us in the UK overall. That's my part of it. Your part of it is obviously that you've seen it before, and it's always the same. Yes, they've done different things with it, but I think I'd be watching this for the characters and not for the story. I feel you, man. I uh, to, to add on to your point, actually, I, I kind of didn't address it, but I want to know about every sing- more about every single character in that bar. Oh yes, like every single one of those characters in the bar is a character ripe for the plucking right ripe for the development and uh, obviously they would have been developed in the comic um, so I can't really comment too far one way or the other but there doesn't seem to be that many characters on the character page on the webcomic website that weren't in the uh, weren't in this pilot episode I think that speaks to its credit because there's nothing worse than having a bloated roster especially early on oh yes you, you don't want um, you don't want a hundred characters introduced straight away and then you've got to care about all of them so what was your weakest link my weakest link was um actually again the animation was so smooth and so great for an indie project that this sort of stood out all the more is um uh, i don't draw i'm not an artist but i know the basic principles because i did used to buy those fucking books when i was a kid because i was like i'm a learner to draw and then i never really stuck with it where uh well, you're kind of an artist in that you can draw um so when you draw faces you usually draw a circle you usually draw a cross in the circle so you can place things properly so it doesn't look fucking janky in out of whack a lot of times during um, zoom ins on faces you can still see these lines it's not make or break don't get me wrong and I'm really not criticising it but the point of the weakest link is to say something that really stands out and that was probably the most standout part was compared to the rest of the beautifully smooth animation that really did stand out quite a lot happened a lot during face turns so I totally understand where it's happened and why it's happened and I think if you poo poo this show based entirely on that you're a bit of a prick yes Yes. But yeah, that's going to get my weakest link. So yeah, that only leaves us with our MVPs, Rick. Who is going to get it from you? As much as I want to give it to the animators, I'm going to give it to the character of Mordecai because he's the one that I would want to come back for more to see. I want to see... I think the main development is going to be the evolution of his story, finding out why he's got some bad blood with the uh, the main three and why he's now on the bad guy side. Seems to be the opposite of bad blood, some less that and more uh, like he had a former personal connection with him yeah which he's either gone sour or it's just he needs the money right now and the only ones willing to pay are uh, villains they're all villains Rick they're bootleggers <laughs> okay okay but you know what I mean there's like um, there's villain protagonists and villain antagonists yeah yeah I get you man like I also don't think bootleggers are villains <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm the guy who says legalise all drugs to make life easier for everyone. <laughs> yeah, how about you? Who would be your MVP? 
I'll give it to, uh, I want to say his name was Freckles. Yeah, Freckle. Calvin Freckle Murray, his yeah. name is. Okay, if you say so. I only remember hearing the name Freckle. It was just, like, we saw it coming the moment he had, a, like, a mini panic attack with the Tommy gun. But, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm a sucker for the trope of uh, of good guy, good kid, but has a fucking switch. And once it's fucking pulled, you're, you're done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that about does it for Lacker Daisy. Uh, we, we more or less enjoyed it. We'll, uh, we'll keep an eye out for when they do more episodes, potentially. I know they did a bit of a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Not a Patreon drive, but like a straight up fundraiser to try and fund stuff. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next week we'll be doing another indie animation via the YouTubes. But until then, we've got our comment section down below. And if you're watching on the aforementioned YouTubes, if you're not, you can instead send us an email at nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. Once again, that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. And it's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from him. <laughs> <laughs>